Welcome to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. Joining me once again on the program, you heard him on the uh, Christmas Story episode, as in A Christmas Story. Uh, he's back, uh, Mr. Matt Holt. Matt, how are you doing, man? Hey, Brent, how's it going? I'm all right. Now, Matt, uh, you, we've been friends, probably my longest comedy friend. Uh, you you brought me a, a along on a bunch of gigs when I first started. Uh, so. Right. It's it's good to have you back on the program. Yeah, that was uh that was probably a pretty pretty uh, well received episode. I'm guessing the the Christmas story one. To this day, uh, I still no. Uh, it, yeah, well, it's one of my favorite movies. So uh, right, and, right. You know, and you can. I'm sure you know you're aware. You could go to the a Christmas Story house in Cleveland, but. Sure. Uh, one of my favorite uh, movies, but this episode for this topic, you dear listener already aware, but we're going to be talking about bad dates and I've got some surveys. I've got some uh, stories that I've gathered, but uh, just to have you on Matt, I know you, you've been on some dates yourself. Do, do you have any bad dates that stand out to you? Um, man. Yeah, probably. Um, can I can I say one, one because was, one that always comes yeah. to mind about you yes. is that you had the the woman that's pronounced it chimichanga. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to talk about. So, yeah, I was uh, I won't go into the details of, of too much, but it um, there was a girl that I, a woman I was talking to, and we went out to dinner, and I'd known her in the past, mm-hmm. so we had history in the past, and then we got we we found each other later in life. And, um, so we decided to, to get together. So we're sitting in this Mexican restaurant and I'm trying to decide if, if I think this is, uh, something uh, like a, like a connection or not, if, if we seem to have anything in common and, um, we go to order and she says, oh man, there's so much on the menu that looks good. I don't even know what to get here. Um, and then she felt pressure to make a decision and she goes, you know what, let's, I'm just going to go with the chimichanga. And then at that point, I'm like, I can't, I can't go out with her. This just, I, I, so I shut down at that point. And then, uh, I don't, I don't know that I spoke to her after that, to be honest. I think I walked her to her car in the parking lot, wished her a good night and went on, went on my way. And you saved her probably in your phone from that moment on as chimichanga. Uh, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know that she was ever in my phone. I think it was social media uh, okay. was, was the way we, the way we communicated, but uh, yes, I would have, or I would just call her Changa, probably. Changa. Well, and and that's that's not like a. I don't. Is that like a? Because it's chimichanga, but is that even like right. a, a an actual dish, or is that like something like Americans made up about Mexican food? Oh yeah, there's no way it's a real thing. It's you gotta be like chalupa, American you know? Language. Right, right, yeah. And uh, look, I uh, I'm an idiot. I mispronounce words on a good day. I mispronounce my name. So yeah. It's pre- it's pretty self righteous on my part to even have the balls to make a decision. I was lucky to be sitting at a table with any woman, let alone this this one in particular. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that was some arrogance on my part, but so be it. No, but I get it. And, and, and I just typed it on on uh, Wikipedia. Chimichanga is a deep fried burrito that is common in Tex-Mex and South uh, other Southwestern U.S. cuisine. So. And it, you know, of course, pronounced chimichanga. But when I thought of bad dates and that I was going to do the episode with you, it it just popped in my mind of chimichanga because that is a very 
Seinfeldian way to disqualify a date, not Jerry Seinfeld, but the show Seinfeld, like, you know, it'll Absolutely. be like she had man hands or right, right. Or big feet or what, whatever, like one of those reasons that Jerry or George would, it would disqualify a date, but yeah, yeah. that it's always comes to mind. Level thing. It's 100% <laughs> right. It's, it's completely stupid and, and arbitrary. And, uh, and then now this is a different kind of date, but I remember, uh, uh, Brent Terhune and I were, uh, out having, uh, dinner together. That sounds okay. Um, I, that, uh, so I, that checks kind, out kind of counts as a date i guess and uh so we were we were sitting there and uh i believe i you'll have to remember the restaurant because i don't remember but you'll remember the story and we're sitting at the table and a woman walks by with her child yeah i know like i a, know what you're gonna say it was an olive garden yeah, by the way it's an olive garden seven-year-old child walks by with her, and the mother who should know better stops everything points at our table and says, oh, my God, look, so-and-so, he looks just like a leprechaun. <laughs> and it, and was, you were like, it was like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. 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 It was it was around that time. And you were like, what the? I mean, it was completely inappropriate. But I remember uh, that it was very off-putting for you. Well, it was like, look, little boy, let's stop and stare. And like, right. yes, I have red hair and a beard. And if I put on green, definitely I am a leprechaun not in stature, but the look, but it's also like if there were something uh, off about me, whether I had a physical deformity or whatever, that's like, I I'm, I'm fine with it as far as, you know, me staying in front of audiences and I've, I've had way worse said to me, but can you imagine if it was anybody else who was very right. self-conscious? I'm already self-conscious anyway, but I also don't think too much about it, but if it was like, if I had a, something wrong with me, it's like, look, honey, look at the hump on the guy's back or whatever. It's like, God damn, you're an adult you and, and I, you're teaching a child this. You and I know five people, probably all the same five who would be in a hole. They would go into hiding for a, an, an undetermined period of time. If they would have experienced that kind of, you know, that kind of attention out in the wild. And, and it was loud. It wasn't like to the kid and I overheard it. It was like, hey, everybody, get a load of this. Right, <laughs> right. right. exactly. And I said, yeah. you, so I said was, uh, you get out of here, you chimichanga eating so-and-so. That's what I said. Right. And that's, that's, that's true. So, but that yeah, was, it, was a, it was a good day. I would, yeah, well, it was a bad day for some of us. Um, I, I right. do well, have I one it. one bad date story. Uh, that I can okay. think of at least I'm sure once the mics are off, I'll, I'll remember one, but, uh, it was, uh, it was a, I think a Tinder date or one of those online apps, probably Tinder. And I match with this, uh, with this lady and we decide to do like a Starbucks thing, which I'm not even a coffee guy or anything like right. that, but I, it's kind of a half job interview, which I understand. You don't want to be uh, have a whole evening with a stranger that this could go bad, you know? Right. Sure. And, uh, her name is Alicia. That's her name. Okay. And I'm sitting at the Starbucks, which was not close. It was like, we're meeting halfway between where we live. So it was, you know, 45 minutes or whatever. And time comes I'm there. She's not, uh, no, no, nothing. I'll give it 20 minutes or whatever. And eventually I get a text. She says, Hey, I'm going to be late. And it's already, 20 minutes. Yeah, I know you're late. 
Yeah, she, you are, yeah, yeah, she shows up and uh, eventually and like 45 minutes late. And, and the reason that she's late is because she had a hair appointment. And she, oh, uh, look, I, I get you want to look nice for whoever, not even me or whatever. But you also know you had a hair thing going on. You, it's not like it, it was a last minute thing, I would assume. And, right, right. And I'm just kind of annoyed at that point because it's not like, oh, traffic or whatever. It was like you knew we had this thing going on. You had a thing before that. And she introduces herself and she says, hey, I'm Alicia. And and like I've only read her name. So in my brain, it's Alicia. But right. it's for but it's also like in my head, I'm like, that. well, you have the wrong name. You're saying your right, name yeah. wrong. Right. Uh, and then the the whole time we're talking, she'll I'll be, you know, we're, of course, talking about ourselves and getting to know each other. And if I tell a story uh, about stand up or whatever, and then her response is my word. Oh, my, my word. And I'm like between 25 and 30. I don't know what how old I was, but. And she was about the same age, but I know my word is not something that anybody under 60 says. No, that's definitely something from uh, one of the Golden Girls or something. Yeah. And if I wanted Blanche, I would have asked Blanche, but I I wanted Alicia. And uh, right. And you got and you got Alicia. Yeah, I got Alicia. And I just it's one of those dates where the whole time I'm like, this ain't it. This is not. And it's like, this will be a fun half job interview. I'll be a gentleman. And then I think she texted me later and she's like, Hey, do you, you know, do you want to meet up? And I, I was like, you know, I just travel a lot. I don't think it's going to work, but it was really, it's like, it was the, my word. It was the name. It was you being right. Late. It was a lot of stuff, but, uh, and that now producer wife will, uh, she bust my balls. Cause we traded bad date stories and she, every once in a while, she'll help me with a, uh, my word. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that. I, I know, I know your producer, so I, I can see that happening. Yeah, she's a ball buster, right? And she should be. Yeah, I I understand. Yeah, but, she puts up with a lot of crap from you. Yeah, well, she, and rightfully so. Uh, right. But that you know, as far as dates, you and I, the ones that we just shared, aren't the worst because we'll talk about no. the worst. Um, it, it at least like nothing really happened. It was just like we kind of knew from the jump. This was, you know, not going to happen, but I did. Now, there, uh, are, there are probably, sorry, there are probably people, there are probably pe people who either of us have gone on dates with that have very different stories about them being terrible. Yeah, I, I wonder if I'm somebody's bad date. I don't know that I, I would be, but, you know, that's how it works is you don't think you're the bad date till you find out you are. Right, right. Um. I have a, an article from Thrillist.com. It's uh, these are the worst places to go on a first date, according to a new survey. This particular survey is from the UK, from a website. I think it's called uh, Tombola. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. But uh, what would you say, Matt? Let's start with good places to go on a date. Do, do you have like a okay. go-to if you're dating? You're like, hey, this is kind of an easy place to go to. Um. I think it has to be something where you have an interest. Uh, so, so you can have a conversation about something that maybe you're, you're versed in. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I'm a craft, I'm a craft beer guy. So I would think like going to a, like a brewery would be a good, 
that'd be a good day. It'd be a, a conversation starter. You're having a cocktail, you know, you're having a drink, whatever. Um, so something like that. But I know like a lot of people say like going to like a some type of an outdoor festival, something mm -hmm. where you can be interactive and have something going on. Uh, anything except for a movie. I just, I, I don't think a movie is a good, good, a good date thing, but no. I, I think something interactive and something that's, um, has some activity. Yeah. I, I think a, a movie, like, I think it's a good date, but I don't know that's a first good, a right. good first date because it's like, you know, you're in the, in the movie. And the, of course, nobody wants to hear you speak. We're all facing right. the screen for a reason. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that that's more once you've established a rapport with somebody and you're like, well, this is someone who I like spending time with. I could sit in a movie with this person. Uh, it's a different thing. It's a, it's a different dynamic. I Yeah, I would also I would kind of say what you said, any kind of thing that whether it be food or just a drink, kind of at least first date or first few where it's 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 low pressure. And also there's an easy out for everybody Yeah, where agreed. it's like you can kind of figure out and we'll talk about reasons why people would cancel dates. That's another survey we'll mention here in a second, but yeah, <laughs> okay. whereas like uh, uh, food is not bad, you know, food is good. Drinks are good. Uh, and I'm not, I've never been ax throwing, but I imagine some of that is like, it's an activity bowling, low impact yeah. type stuff where it's like, Oh, nobody really cares about bowling, but this facilitates conversation and activity. Yes, I agree. But this, the surveys from the thrillist, uh, again, UK based, but, uh, here are the top 10 worst first date ideas, according to uh Tom Bola's study that website. So this is their people. Uh, we'll start with number, number 10. Uh, they say the worst date, according to these people, at least is going to the park. I disagree. Really, I, 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 I disagree as well. Yeah, I think park is, and that's also a free thing. It's a lot of people put pressure on spending money and, you know, if you, you want to spend money, that's cool. But also it's not really about money. It's about, let me get to know you, you know? Yeah. I think the park is a great idea. I'm, I'm someone, I, I actually like nature a lot. Like I like, I like, I get, I get really involved in, weather and clouds and you know trees and and scenery and all that i that to me that gives you so much to talk about it's it's, pre, it's pretty magical so i i don't know i think that's to me that that'd be on the top of my list of you know positive dates yeah strike one for this survey um, yeah and and it's all there's a difference between like oh let's go to the park for a leisurely stroll and then let's go hiking in the in the woods that's that's also right. i think it's it's different for guys but it's it's if you're you know a woman it's like that's almost red flags of let's go deep into the woods you know like yeah no uh number nine no. i don't even know why this is an option or why anybody said this but number nine according to the survey was attending a funeral as a bad date what yeah <laughs> it would be a bad date terrible date Especially like, if the funeral was for the person's spouse. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know, I'm newly single, like uh as in three days right. ago. <laughs> like right. I don't know why this is even a an option, to be honest, but who who's like, hey, do you want to can I get bring a plus one to the funeral? Yeah, that seems uh, uh yeah, it seems creepy. 
Yeah, I, I, I just more so love the novelty of that's even included. But uh, number yeah. eight, watching a, a football match. So we'll just for them, that's soccer. But we'll say sporting event. I don't if you both are into sports, that's cool. But if it's also this could go wrong if I like uh, football and you don't. Right. Or if or, or if you have if, if the you have rival teams that are playing. Yeah, that that was like a. That- Producer wife and I got into watching the 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 show True Life on um on MTV. It was a, it's an older show uh, where okay. it was like True Life. I'm a pro wrestler. True Life. I'm a whatever. And one of the ang- the angles was True Life. I'm a, like a sports fanatic. And one of them was like the lady lo- loved Boston and the other loved New York. And it's like. Yeah. That's usually the a big rivalry, and I don't even know anything about sports, but I know it's like Boston doesn't like New York and vice versa. But somehow these right, people right. made it work, you know. Uh, they're a real odd couple. Yes, Felix and uh, the other guy. Yeah. Uh, number seven, swimming. I again, so I I don't know why this is a date that somebody would go on, but let me see you half naked before we get naked. I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know that one. I mean, I guess. Now I live I live in New Jersey now and 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 I think you know this but I mean, I'm not a swimmer I do not know how to swim I'm actually pretty terrified of water but over the last um several months I've kind of attacked that now and I I'm not a, I still can't swim mm-hmm. but but you know we do go to the we go to the shore we go to the the ocean quite a bit I think going to the beach could be a good date but I, I could see how it would be a lot of pressure, though, too. Yeah, and it's also like yeah. it's, it's part of the movie. It's like you can't really have a conversation under the I, water, under the sea. Uh, I thought num- you were going to the whole song. I, I was giving you enough enough room <laughs> to do the whole song if you wanted. But yeah, I agree with you. Going to the beach is different than going swimming. Like if you go to the beach for the day and you're chilling out, you're laying on the sand, or you're drink, you know, drinking or whatever. That, that that can be a good time, but yeah, just specifically swimming, you know, that seems to be, I, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Number Not six, like an ideal day. Uh, this one is wildly wrong, but going to a pub or bar, that's how most dates are. It's a, yeah. at least first off or how a lot of people meet, but it's also, let's just have a conversation. I don't know what, what what's wrong with these people. And, and this, this list is, is based on UK, right? It's the United Kingdom based intelligence here. Yeah. Or lack of intelligence. I'll I'll go that far. But yeah, that's their whole culture for the most part. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's a big, big swing and a miss for me. uh, Number five, it was number five. Yeah. Visiting a restaurant again. Why is that a bad date? So Uh, do they subsequently, do they have a, a top 10 best places for date? No, this whole survey is uh, bad places to go um, right. on a date. I didn't, okay. I didn't even look for the good places. I just thought it was, this was survey was interesting. Yeah, no, it's interesting in how wrong it is. Yeah. Uh, number, number five was visiting a restaurant. Number four, going to a parent's house. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Let's and and let it's also maybe let let me show you where I live, which is below my parents or above my parents. Right. There's right. nothing wrong with yeah, living your, with your parents, but let's let's not 
you know, set up. Uh, here's the lady I'm going to marry, mom and dad. Also, what's your name right. again? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's horrific. It's absolutely horrific. Number three, staying home. I don't know that this this is not a a bad date, but it, maybe it's a bad first date because yes, it, unless I'm like, let me get your address and let me take a picture of you and your social security number because a lot of stuff could go wrong. Right, right. Let me let me just look around and see what all the points of entry to your home are <laughs> yeah. and how secure this is. Uh, number two is McDonald's. Is that not a restaurant? I get. I guess it stands alone from visiting a restaurant. This is. It's also like if you're teenagers, McDonald's is you know one affordable and all that stuff. It's probably not ideal. Like nobody's like, I can't believe you took me to McDonald's. What a what a gentleman. But it's not the worst. It's more about the people. It's not about the food or whatever. Right. Right. Exactly. Number uh, one. Okay. One we actually all agree on is going to the movies. Yeah. All right. Oh, that like, one seems to make sense. Yeah. But it's no going to a funeral. Well, it depends on the movie. <laughs> it's uh, something about a funeral. Um, wow. He, that's a that's a terrible list for the most yeah, part. Yeah, not, not good. I thought this, the same. Uh, this study is from studyfinds.org. Uh People, the study says people wait 51 minutes before making excuses to end a bad date. Uh, 51 minutes. 51 minutes. Uh, one huh. in four people apparently ghost uh, the people that they're supposed to go on a date with. Okay. Have you, I, I don't know that I've ever like made plans and then ghosted, but I've ghosted. No. I've like just not talked to the person but I've never made plans and then just not shown up. That's rude. I'll just say I'm yes. not coming. Yes. Now the worst thing I've done, and this is not something I'm proud of, but full disclosure, I was probably, I was in my thirties and I was, um, trying, you know, trying to meet some meet people. And I had set up a date with a girl and my uh, one of my best friends at the time was a coworker, female coworker. We were very, very close, and we we would commute to work every day together. So we, she knew my comings and goings, and I knew her husband and her family very well. We did vacations together and stuff. So I was telling her that I was going on this date, and I made the arrangement to where I had her call me during the date, and. When she called me, if I answered, the date wasn't going well. Mm -hmm. And then she was supposed to relay information to me that would cause me to have to leave immediately. Yeah, And I, I don't know that that that's maybe not the worst thing, but I also think that's probably more common than a, you got to have yeah. your, your out. Yeah. And I realized um, at the time you think you're just, oh, I'm on top of this. Like this is I'm brilliant. Like they're, they're going to study my brain when I die, because I can't believe that I've put this, this little scheme together mm -hmm. and then you do it. And there's part of you that realizes oh, this, this isn't playing. There's no way she believes this because I also know that I'm not, not that good of an actor. So I now have to act the right level of concern for whatever this fake, tragedy is that i'm now dealing with in front of this stranger 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, it worked to where I got out of the date and was able to leave. But at the end of the I, if I'm being very honest about it, to this day, I kind of feel guilty about it because I feel like it was just like a shady thing to do to someone who didn't deserve it. But that, you know, that was my way of getting out of it. You well, know, it's funny I, that I, you f- feel guilty because we do have Carol on the line. Carol, come on it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, did I'll ask you well, this. Did Was that uh, more or less than 51 minutes? Well, I don't know. I would, it probably was, uh, less than 51. Okay. Um, but I, but I really don't know. I'd have to, I, I, it, I mean, that's been probably 20, 18 years ago, 20 mm-hmm. years ago, something like that. So I, I really don't know. I was, uh, you know, I wasn't quite the, quite the gentleman I am today. Oh, well, you, you know how to wine dine in 69, a gentleman, I'll tell you that much, but well, yeah, that's a different episode. Um, that well, that's a fairly new thing in the past twenty years is like getting the phone call, because right. before there were no phones, so uh, otherwise you'd be like, "Hey, here's the Olive Garden phone number, right? Uh, call call it up, and they'll bring the rotary telephone to the table, to the table, and you gotta... And I feel like, and I remember this specifically because my friend on the other end, she was not helping me; she was like not feeding me. <laughs> information she was actually trying to make me laugh she was doing and i'm i sound like um i sound like schwartz's mom on a christmas story when ralphie's mom called to say that he heard the foul language from schwartz and she's like what What? that's what i sound like on the whole thing so it was uh it was not one of my finer moments but i again i don't know that there's much shame in that because Obviously, you weren't feeling it, so you maybe saved everybody some time. Maybe. Um, yeah, I was. I was probably being premature and probably a little shallow, and, and and you know, with with very little right to be, but you know, but you still do things. You know. Yeah. Follow impulse. Uh, also from studyfinds.org, the top dating venues or activities. Thirty eight percent was a restaurant. Uh, going to dinner at a restaurant. So this completely contradicts the other thing that we just read right eat uh, that through us uh drinks at a bar was 29 percent, and then a walk was 22 uh so yeah, those were the top three like, yeah now here's the top 20 excuses people have used to get out of a date uh All right. and I, uh so we'll just start at number one you're not feeling well you're just calling okay. in sick to work essentially got it uh, number two a family member is ill that's okay. that's the difference of like I'm not well versus my aunt's not well, but I also feel that that is bad karma. Yes, I agree. Uh, saying so and so died or whatever, or not died but is sick, but it's you're not bringing in good stuff. At least if I say I'm sick and then I get sick, that's all on me, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Three, an emergency at work. I think that's probably a pretty common one. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Number four is not any different than number uh, number one is I have a headache, so I'm not feeling yeah, well. The, all right. Yeah. Five, you forgot about something important and need to do instead. Hey, it's uh, 830 at night. I got to go to the post office. Doesn't really right, work yeah. too well. I mean, I forgot to do it. I can't do it now, but I still forgot. So. <laughs> um, Number six, you tell them you, re- re- you realize you aren't ready for a relationship. Wow, that's. that's- 
and I think what the, what the real the cop out should be is I'm not ready for a relationship with you. Right. Uh, number seven yeah, is your. Go ahead. No, I, that just seems uh, very presumptuous, especially with the first date. Say, well, yeah. we're not talking about a relationship. We're talking about, you know, mozzarella sticks is what we're really getting into here. I yeah, I I can't see myself uh, falling asleep next to you for the rest right. of our lives. Number seven, your car broke down, but it's top again, bad karma. Yeah. Karma emphasis on that, uh, to get out of it. It's also weird. It's like, you forgot you had something to do. Some of these, I feel like it's mid date. You're like, Oh, I got to go. But it'd be funny to just be sitting at Buffalo wild wings being like, Oh yeah. My car just broke down. I got to go. Uh, eight is you have a deadline at work, so another work thing. Uh, number nine, uh, friends or family just showed up for a surprise visit. Aunt Dorothy finally came in from Chicago. We got to go see her. Okay. Uh, ten, you you're stuck in traffic. Number eleven, you forgot. Twelve, your pet is ill. Uh, that's bad karma. That's worse karma. Sometimes yeah. I don't want my I don't want my pets getting sick. Right. Right. 13, you accidentally already ate. I could, this could definitely happen to me. <laughs> I've seen you accidentally eat before. Yeah. I, you know, uh, you know how you, most people don't eat a whole cake mid afternoon. Wouldn't you know it? I slipped and fell on it and ate the whole cake. Yep. I, getting out of the cake, I had to eat it. <laughs> uh, number 14, you can't find the date venue. Now with phones and everything, not a good excuse. No. 15, no. you had a, an allergic reaction. 16, y- you've been arrested. Number 16. Hey, wow. you know how you get one phone call? Sorry, babe. Right. I ain't going to make it. Uh, uh, okay. 17, your date looks too similar to your sibling or other relative. Unless well, it's a blind date, how, how does this happen? Yeah, how's that slip by the goalie and even get to the planning stage? Hey, you look too similar to my brother, who is a man and also uh, (laughs) deceased. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) Well, uh, I guess that could happen. Uh, You know, it's it's that lighting. That's that Seinfeld lighting. Right. Yeah, you got to get the booth in the back. (laughs) 18, you've been mugged. (laughs) That's got to fall under karma as well. Yep. Uh, And you're not mugged now. So that's the other thing is, well, that shit happened a while. You're not calling me in (laughs) mid-mugging. Yeah. Hey, before I hand the cell phone over, I just, uh, I can't make it. And don't call again because it won't be me. Uh, Number 19, your date looks too similar to your ex. That Again, how does this happen? But also, then that just means you have a type. But it, it also means right, you're not over right. your ex. But also, right. clearly, you're into whatever this person is. Right, right. Number 20, a pipe burst at my house. I, again, that, that falls under a karma thing. Yeah, I thought and, I was going to be uh, laying some pipe. I didn't know I was going to be paying somebody else to do it. Right. I mean, there's going to be some excess moisture and... But it'd be a good thing. 
yeah, not not in this case. But anyway, I can't make it, baby. Right. Um, it, uh, that and it's how many is in this list? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. This list didn't need to be twenty. It could have been five. A lot of these things are are adjacent to each other. I'm sick. Somebody's sick. Work. Right. Right. Uh, I got yes. mugged. That should right. be one. Car <laughs> problems. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't like you. Things like that. Yeah. This I can already tell, sweetheart. This ain't gonna work. I, I wonder if now, like. It's probably easier than ever to like, you know, match with somebody, you set up the date or whatever, but then you go on the social media profile and oh, yeah. you can already tell, yeah, this isn't going to, you know, you're posting beliefs that I don't even share. Uh, let's, let's cut it off before we even uh, clog up the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, no, especially with as expensive as wings are these days, you got to make sure that you're really, really going through a vetting process. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be spending dollar fifty. I don't know what what wings cost anymore, but uh, yeah, this is a commitment. Well, you you've got a wing guy, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I got a wing guy. I got so, I got I mean, a wing you have man. No idea, right? Wingman. That's that's different. I think the, the official. Yeah, it's, it's more like dating too. <laughs> um, and now we we I've gathered some stories I took to the internet, mostly Reddit. Of, uh, you know, you, you Reddit's great because you type in whatever, and usually that topic has already got a thread going. So here's some bad date stories, Matt. Oh, okay. Now, this one's from a, a poster, and this one has been deleted, so I don't know who posted this one. But this okay. one says, wasn't necessarily the date, which was bad on its own, but the fact that she hung out in my parking lot for two hours after she dropped me off. Quote, in case I change my mind about something, doing something after dinner, end quote. Wow. Stalking. We got a clinger. Oh, you know what? I actually, wait, I have a bad date I can talk about real quick, too. Okay. Um, I was, uh, the initial meeting with this with this uh, young lady, we were talking, and uh, seemed to be having a pretty good conversation going back and forth, and it seemed, you know, uh, no red flags or anything. And uh, then she said to me, hey, could you do me a favor? I'm like, well, I don't know if I can or not. It depends on the favor. Uh, what do you need? And she said, uh, in my apartment, there's a dead rat behind <laughs> the door. And do you think you could come with me to get rid of the dead rat? And I, and I was like, no, I don't really think I'd be comfortable doing that. And I go, uh, how long has it been there? And she said, well, I'm not living in that apartment right now because – Someone stole the central air unit, so it's very hot in there. I've been staying with a friend until they replaced the central air unit, which is going to be a couple weeks. And I said, well, how long has the rat been there? She goes, it was there before I left to stay with my friend. I said, so you have a dead rat in your home that's not regulated with air conditioning right now, and it's August or whenever it was. And it's been there for over a month at this point. No, I don't want to come and uh, I don't want to come remove the dead rat. For you. <laughs> now, and she goes, "Well, I have I have gloves. I have rubber gloves in my car that you could use to to grab it with." Now I have questions about why she has rubber gloves in her car. Yeah, like, there's ways. I'm not going into this apartment. Like, there's and who. 
who says yes to that? Like, let, I don't want to fetish shame anybody, but if that's what you're into, that, that seems odd to me. Even if this is like, uh, it, it's either like true because who says who lures somebody back with a dead rat? Right. For, uh, first off, but then with also no air conditioning and, and best case scenario is there is a dead rat. You remove it. It stinks really bad. And then you have sex, which is where the dead rats stunk up the place and it's hot right, as exactly. shit. Right. Yeah, now, yeah, I did not. I saw no road to success with this. How did she take you uh, turning down her, her advances to remove the dead rat? If I remember correctly, and I'll be honest, I have shut some of this out. If I remember correctly, correctly, he seemed to be mildly put off at my lack of interest in this. I never. Right. Uh, so uh, we th there was not a second date. What where did you guys go for this date? Uh, we were at a bar. Okay. And did you get the vibe that this lady, like a hundred percent, was like telling the truth? Yeah, she had way too much, too many details. Okay. I mean, for I put it this way, for her to have the amount of details and this to be a lie, she would have to be a male to pull it off. <laughs> Because, like like only men, only men can lie with the proficiency and dedication that this it would have required. Uh, and women are are far too um, thoughtful, you know, and empathetic and truthful to ever go down a path like this. That would be such a monumental lie. It's it's and it's like it has to be real because why is the lure to get you back a dead rat like then right. if you're just like if this is like a true crime podcast waiting to happen where you walk in and then somebody clocks you in the head with a hammer you're really bad at luring people back you know right it remind and it reminds me of the joke we both know a guy i don't know that he does comedy anymore but it, his name is phil Keyjack. okay yeah. and you remember phil and one of my favorite jokes of of Phil, he's like, I saw this guy, this like, essentially a, a a child predator, but he was he was really bad at it. He's like, he pulled up in a van and he said, "Hey kid, you want to go to Sears?" <laughs> yeah, I do remember that joke. That's like the <laughs> just stuck with me, but it's like he's he's a predator, but also not good at it. Hey, you want to get rid of this dead rat? Like, <laughs> yeah. I uh, there might have been a time in my past where I might have uh, I might have jumped at that that idea, but it was not uh, it was not her day. No, no, I didn't know. Not the rat's day. Not anybody's day. No, no one's day. Uh, this post is from Krell forty seven on Reddit. It says, "Back in college, I was invited to an ice rink with a girl I liked and some of her friends. I didn't know how to ice skate." I didn't uh, pick it up very quickly, but I wanted to try and impress her. Uh, well, I, I hugged the wall the whole time and made a fool of myself. The highlight was when I saw a flash of light as I fell in front of a group of people. Turns out I had fallen right at the moment someone took a picture. Uh, so my failure was immortalized forever. She took me <laughs> back to my apartment and ended the relationship before it ever began. But 
on a lighter note, the woman who is now my wife was at the rink on that night. We didn't realize we were there at the same time until a year or two into our relationship. And she exclaimed, quote, you were the guy who couldn't ice skate. Yeah, she didn't seem that into you, end quote. Wow. So uh, I don't know what the what the word is. Uh, is it serendipitous? I don't know what, but it's yeah. like she was there. But uh, yeah, you you made an ass of yourself by. I, I I'm trying to impress this lady by ice skating. I mean, it's like that's also a bad date of like, hey, do you know how to ice skate? No. Well, come on, like that's not a good right. date. Right. Let Let's have a date where we juggle chainsaws. Oh, have you done <laughs> that before? Never in my life. <laughs> Well, cool. It'll be fun. Come hang out with my friends. It'll be something to talk about. Uh, now, that this... could be considered uh, that could be considered a great date, though, because it didn't work out, and then it led to him meeting the woman that he's been married to. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a twist. I should we should have closed on that one. Yeah, but we yeah. won't. No. Uh, this one says I was out on a date. And I asked the guy to come remove a dead rat from my apartment. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no this one is from a poster uh, named Saren 77. Went on a blind date with a lady who wouldn't stop picking at her scabs. Uh, right. Just made a pile out of them on the restaurant oh. table. I know. I excused myself to use the washroom. And when I came back, my soup was there. But the pile of scabs wasn't. I didn't eat the oh. soup. Oh. <laughs> who? That that rem- that reminds me of a friend of ours, a comedian who we won't name. Yeah. I, well, that you... reminded me of the same story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you were at the you were in a restaurant, and drinks were being delivered by a waitress who had some uh, was it lip issues. I think it was like a cold sore at the least, yeah. but she had something on yeah. her lip. And he had proclaimed after she had dr- set your drinks down, uh, there's no way I'm drinking that. <laughs> because I'm not fucking drinking that. As if she, <laughs> before she walked over with the glasses, she's just rubbing her lips all over his cup. <laughs> right. Uh, wow. Yeah. That, what, uh, we, we were on the same page because when I read that story, <laughs> I was like, I got to tell that story. um this was from a a poster rlw0312 whatever however you say that uh i went out for dinner and a movie with a guy i tried to chip in money at uh at both but he insisted that he cover it all do you see where this is going i i don't know i'm okay i'm intrigued now at the end of the night we're sitting in his car in the parking lot of the restaurant we had just eaten that. He asked for a BJ, which stands for blowjob, by the way. I just don't want to leave anybody yeah. out. He asked okay. for a BJ saying, I mean, I bought you dinner and took you to a movie. It's the least you could do. Thankfully, I lived nearby. I hopped out of the car and walked home. Yeah. Okay. First of all, here's someone who does not understand the con- concept of the least you could do. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's like he was actually, maybe middle of the road you could do. Right. He was actually doing the least he could do, which was nothing. Mm-hmm. That That is, by definition, the least you could do. So already this guy, his, ex, his expectations do not match with reality. 
and that's problematic on a date or otherwise. Yeah, and one, and it's like she's like, "Hey, let me let me pay, let me try to chip," and he's like, "Oh no no no, I got this." But then he played martyr later. He's right. like, I, "You know, I bought you that queso dip. Uh, so how about you make with the blow jay?" Right. It's that's like if huh. I went to your house, Matt, and I cut your grass, and then I pulled up on the lawnmower, moved the seat back, and said, "How about a blow job?" <laughs> <laughs> I cut your grass. I mean, it's the least you could do. At least, yeah. I, um, uh, yeah, that's that. That one concerns me. It's a little predatorial, but whatever. Well, and it's like I think there were a bunch of those stories that I didn't. I didn't include every one, but it's usually the guy. He's like, I did this. Yeah. Now you owe me this. It's like that's not how dating works. And do you do you do you think this woman is going to be like, yeah, you're right. Like no, yeah. no person oh, you wants. Me. Yeah, you're. Yeah, stop expecting things like that because it's nobody wants to be that. I don't. And no, maybe maybe a woman's I, fallen for that. I don't know. But I, I tell you what, I think things are changing in such a way. It's definitely a generational thing. Uh, it appears that out in the world we are growing, especially young men today, who understand the way things are supposed to go much more than our, I mean, obviously you and I are not the same age, but we still have a similar peer group mm -hmm. uh, who have unrealistic expectations uh, out in the world. So luckily it seems, let, let's hope that, that those uh, misunderstandings, if you want to call them that, uh, are becoming less and less frequent because people are a little, little more uh, tied in with what is truly expected and what's considered to be acceptable behavior now. So yeah. Do, and do you think back in the day, if that was like the thing, do you think the woman had a dollar amount or is like, well, if you would have spent $40 and not 37, I would have made right, right. the blow Jay, but you know, you, it, it's well, yeah, I guess there has to be some value uh, proposition there. I mean, it reminds me of our friend Dave Landau that has the joke about, um, he was talking about how he had a friend that was, uh, uh, had a prostitute that propositioned him, offered him a blowjob for $40. Yeah. So he yeah. tells his, he goes, that's, he goes, first of all, it's a tragically low amount of money. But you so said he tells his wife the story and she goes, $40. Well, she must think she's pretty good at that. <laughs> and, and his concept was, wait, so that's what's been holding you back for all these years is $40. <laughs> So I, I guess maybe it's how you assign value is what is what the important part of that. Yeah, and, and if and if you're the that guy back in the day, just hand her forty dollars at the door if that's right. what you're after, unless you're like, Oh, I need to get a stake out of it as well. You know. Um, this one's from I smell like coconuts. Uh All it right. says, uh, went on a date with a guy who seemed really cool. He used to race bikes until he landed on his head. After jumping, uh, after attempting a jump. So apparently she's dating evil Knievel. Um, <laughs> right. During the date, he, and then she has like, uh, nine points. He, during the date, he told everyone we were on a date. Everyone. <laughs> so like, Hey, Hey lady, you know what we're doing right now? We're on a date. Um, number two told, told me he wanted to kill his ex roommates. That's. Ooh. Don't reveal your murderous tendencies on the first date, at least. Yeah. 
Number three, asked the waitress to make the date more romantic. So she brought out a giant ice cream sundae meant for two people. He ate it all by himself and spilled it all <laughs> over himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know there are two okay. spoons. So that means they probably want me to eat with both spoons. Right. I'm on a it's speed eating. Mm -hmm. That's that's a pretty presumptuous thing, too, because you have to assume that this person wants to share food like uh, eating out of the same vessel that's not something i would make an assumption on on a date like that's later on you've established yeah. a, a yeah. level a level of comfort with that person some familiarity like the the only way that's that works is is like hey here's the main dish and here's two plates for you guys right now scoop right. it like but right. it's like uh yeah give, what give us one milkshake two straws no, I'm right. good. You know. Yeah, you uh, can't just lady and tramp the spaghetti on a date. No, which you and I have on accident that same trip to the Olive Garden. Yeah, but you know, when you're there, you're your family. Yeah, we that makes it worse somehow. Uh, number four bragged about beating the world record for the jump on which he landed on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Kept. Kept uh, asking me if I was a gold digger because he makes tons of money and needs to protect himself. Well, wow. I'm sure if she's a gold digger, sir, you'll know. Um, exactly. Number six demanded separate bills. And she says, no big Ooh. deal. Number seven, all four of his credit cards were declined. Oh, wow. So he asked me if I minded uh, paying and he'll get me next time. And she said, by the way, there was no next time ever. But like, wow, I make a lot of money. Also, all four of my cards somehow don't work. What I get. Well, just one because I make, Go ahead. Just because, just because I make a lot of money doesn't mean I have money. I just make a lot, but I spend a lot on booze and drugs and hookers. Yeah. And, and uh, apparently not uh, motorcycle helmets. No, no, I don't have time for such luxury. <laughs> uh, number eight, he told everyone that the date went, quote, splendidly. Oh, my God. I don't. Who says splendidly? People well, who don't know what it means. Yeah. Stu stupendously. That's what it that's how it went. Uh, number nine, he gave me stickers to his welding company as a thank you for paying since his credit cards must have had some kind of error. Here you go, babe. Right. Here's some merch. Here's some stickers. That's like if if I went out on a date with a woman and then I just gave her a T-shirt that I sell after my show. Right, exactly. That's, it's like going on a date with Rip Taylor and when the check comes, he throws confetti on you. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Now, now, here's the problem with that. No one listening knows who Rip Taylor is. So that's I only know him because he showed up at the end of the Jackass movie. But yes, <laughs> exactly, and that 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 was his thing. Um, couple more. This one uh says I met her at an adult soccer league. Asked her to grab breakfast uh, that weekend. She accepted. I picked her up. She took me, or I took her to a hole in the wall diner. Ordered a garden omelet. Uh, throughout the meal, she talked about all the shit she was into. Uh, he says breath play, which later in this thread, somebody asked, and apparently it's like choking type stuff. Okay. All right. That This is like a, 
have you ever met somebody and that's never been a date thing, but it's it's very much like, oh, I know everything about you in 10 minutes. Yes. So this I this was kind of that. This is where it's like I don't I don't want to know you because I already know too much about you. There's too much shit wrong with you in 10 minutes, you know. Right. Uh breath play, she liked being dominated, being hit but not too hard, uh whips and cuffs. As Kevin Hart would say, she was getting too kinky too fast. Uh got the check and I realized my wallet was in my gym bag from the night before. I apologize. She paid for both of us and uh, I took her back to her place. She invited me in and I couldn't refuse because she just bought the meal. An hour later, after the dirtiest sex of my life up to that point, we were lying in bed when she gets a text and panics. Oh my God. She said, you have to leave. My boyfriend got off work early and uh, if he'll find me, he'll kick me out. Find you. He'll kick me out rather. Uh, this is the okay. first time hearing of a significant other, and I realized that I just fucked the chick on her boyfriend's bed after she brought me uh, bought me breakfast with money he gave her. Fuck is what he said. So I threw <laughs> on half my clothes, jumped in my car, knocked over the mailbox in a rush to get out of there, and I realized when I got home I had a new crack in my bumper. Uh, and later in that thread, somebody said, "Was the sex good?" And he replied. It was very good. Oh, well. It's it's uh, like a, that's a lot of things going on because somebody else also said, how do you not how can you not tell when somebody's cohabitating? That's that's a good point. And yeah. also, I, I made a bullshit in the story, too, because when he said I couldn't turn it down because she just paid. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that's you that's kind of the could. opposite of. uh you know, it's the least you could do type deal, you know? Right. You absolutely could have turned it down if you weren't feeling it. That, that's, and that, that's the problem. I think that's, I think that's part of the way men are wired. They're afraid of saying, I wanted to get laid, so I said yes. It was, well, I, I couldn't turn it down. Yeah, you could. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that hard, actually. You could have easily turned it down. It's, it's okay to say no. Right. Um. This one says, uh, at about 10 minutes from picking up a girl, she asked me to pull to the side of the road to take a shit. Oh, and then right. proceeds to shit in front of my car. <laughs> so that's the initial okay. like post. And then down farther uh, in the post, he kind of elaborates. And this is from a, a poster named uh, You Like you like a De Juice is what it is. So right. he elaborates. This is more details. He said the movie theater was about 15 minutes from her house. As soon as she got in my car, she seemed drugged out, threatened to kick my okay. ass because this 120 pound girl needed to remind me that was she wasn't going to get raped tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of assumed, right? Like if I'm a nice person, yeah. not going to do that. Right. Right. Uh, this all happened within uh, the course of 10 minutes. On the 10th minute, she said, pull over. So I did. She got out of the car on uh, sort of a busy highway street and proceeded to take a dump within eye shot. So it was one of those times when it, uh, it's, it's hard to look away. 
when my brain registered what was going on, I leaned over and closed the passenger door and drove away. And then he later said in a further post, he said, she didn't live that far away, so I didn't feel that bad. And also she grabbed some maxi pads to wipe her ass before she got out of the car. Max, he had maxi pads in his car? Or I guess it was in her wife. purse. Got it. But like, huh. it's just like to shit in front of like, how was the rest of the date going to go? Yeah, that's true. And if she's doing it and making eye contact, that is like the ultimate display of dominance, too. That's dominance, yeah. That's yeah. I, this is going to be your chest later. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. This this date needed to to not go any further. Uh, yeah. I I would really love to have him be like, uh, cut to today we're happily married or something. But that didn't happen. But uh, so that was that was the last one. I should have closed on the one where they actually got married. But uh, I thought taking a nah. shit was better than than yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's a... like and 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 the whole like bathroom thing in general like it's one thing to like uh touch somebody's genitals with uh your genitals or mouth or whatever but then if you do that also most relationships it'll be like a year before she even farts it's one thing to like have sex but then she won't fart or it she'll you'll never know that she pooped but this lady it's all out in the open yes yes I remember I was dating dating a woman years ago, and I was staying in her staying over at her apartment, and she had a bathroom that was adjacent to her bedroom. Like you go from the bedroom directly into the bathroom, and there was a mm-hmm. door off the hallway too. And she also, she had a bathroom that did not have a fan. Oh yeah, nope. And and when I'm elected president. The th- the biggest change I'm going to impart under the country is the fact that all bathrooms will require a fan. You have to have a fan in the bathroom just for noise of nothing else. It's 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 really inhumane to not have. I would I would so say Matt I, that you should have the fan for the smell if nothing else, and then also I will push uh, for you to add. Uh, everybody should have a Touch Tunes jukebox in their bathroom. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm 100 <laughs> percent fine with that. It's, um, I have had apartments, my, my the apartment that uh, Melissa and I lived in in Louisville did not have fan in either of the bathrooms. And I bought, uh, white noise machines for the bathrooms mm-hmm. because you need some kind of privacy. It, it just, it, but so, so I'm, I, I wake up in the middle of the night and my stomach is not feeling well. And I basically just know that I have to release. I got. I got to like let some gas out. But it's too early in the relationship. I can't just do that. Mm-hmm. So, but I also I try to go to the bathroom and try to, you know, slowly let the students out of out of the class, you know, quietly, <laughs> without pulling the fire alarm. And there's just no way to make it happen. And I so I I try to turn the faucet on. That's not going to be loud enough. I mean, I would have to turn on the shower and hope the, that maybe, the, you know, the smoke detector goes off in the kitchen. That's the only <laughs> way. So I couldn't do it. I couldn't. And then, so I ended up coming back to bed and lay there awake until morning until she went to work. This She lived there and I she lived in, in a different town than I did. And I was visiting and it wasn't until I was completely free that I could, I, I was in pain. I was in legitimate pain. 
mm-hmm. from holding this in. Um, so I, there's no way I could, I could shit in front of someone's car. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people have, have that story that you just told and, uh, producer wife, you know, currently married to her currently, you know, yeah, that's how you phrase right, it. That, but, um, yeah, it doesn't go over well. Uh, it, it came up later after we were made or together for a while. And, and, you know, I, I would, uh, fart in front of her because there's no choice. If I, if I don't do it, I'm going to be sick. Like my stomach's going to hurt. So I, pretty early, I just let it rip and I made it a joke and it was funny. Ha ha's, but she's, and I like when I did it, she's like, that reminds me of like when we were first going together and you would go into the bathroom and have the fan and the water and your phone playing music, and you would just take the loudest shits ever. <laughs> and I was like, well, at least, you know, all that didn't work at all, you know. Well, no, it never. And then uh, this is another one, not a dating story, gross story. But uh, on the road, uh, y- you have certain places that if you're on the road, you will choose to stop at places to to take a poop, I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You and you and I, by the way, very different in this in this situation. But go ahead. But where, what's your preference if you're going to poop somewhere? Where do you want to go? Hotel. OK, but like you're three hours from the hotel. Do you have a destination? Oh, well, like- yeah, I'll stop at another hotel. I'll stop at a and I'll go <laughs> to the hotel lobby. Hey, I, I always I just a bathroom poop real in quick. the hotel. Oh, they don't know who the hell you are. Do you know how many times? that I've stopped at a hotel and gotten the free, gotten the hotel breakfast on a hotel. I'm not staying in. You're a thief. Uh, all right. Uh, we got the, we got a, a garden omelet. Then she took me back and I choked her till her boyfriend showed up. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I, no, I, it's one of those, like I would, I mean, I have a list. I mean, there are whole, like hotel, uh, lobby restroom always accessible. They don't know. The front desk clerk who's making, you know, now maybe 12 bucks an hour doesn't care. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they don't care who's walking yeah. in, or, in or out of that place. And so it's, they're almost always clean. There's a lock. Uh, then, then you get into like, um, it's got maybe like a Coles, some type of a department store that, uh, for me, it can't be a place, it can't be a bathroom that you just close the door and lock it where it's it, just one yeah. toilet. I can't like a speedway. I can't do it because I can't have the potential of someone waiting on me. Yeah, because I too much pressure. This could be quick. It could be not quick. Right. So exactly. my preference uh, is like a truck stop because you know it's usually going to be fairly clean, and there's going to be more than one place to the one toilet, more than one toilet. You yes. Know? One 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 stall. Yes. And now. You and I have been on the road together many, many, many times, and I have found you to be a lot more relaxed in where you can go versus where I can go. But it's not, maybe not that I'm relaxed, but what else am I going to do? This has got to happen. I, well, so yeah, but okay. But here's a prime example: I'm on the road. I'm driving. It's the middle of the night. I'm driving through torrential rain on my way. I think I was going to Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling. Like my stomach is cramping. The road conditions and the weather are not making it any easier. I'm very stressed, the whole thing. 
and it's 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 the kind of rain where like water is ponding on the on the highway so you're hitting big big puddles that are moving the car around Mm -hmm. if a semi passes me they're throwing all kinds of wash up on my on my uh windshield i can't see or disoriented for a while so i'm all there's a lot of things swirling around that are making me very uncomfortable and finally, I see a, a rest stop. And a rest area is almost always okay. That's, mm-hmm. So I'm like, thank God, there's a rest stop. So I pull off, and I, I, get, I get out of the car, and I'm gingerly hurrying, if those two <laughs> things can coexist at the same time, to, to the men's room. And I walk into the men's room, and the stall doors on the men's room only go up about four and a half feet. It's like the half, so, like... To your shoulders when you're sitting, essentially. Yes. So if anyone who walks by, if they're if they're taller than five and a half feet tall, can easily see beyond the door. Yeah. At the person that that's sitting on the toilet, and I walk in, I see, and I go, I, I can't shit here. I can't. <laughs> There's no way. And and this is probably twelve thirty at night. Like there, no one's fucking coming in. But I couldn't. I'm like. I felt like I was trying on jeans at like some trendy store in the mall with the little <laughs> half doors and shit. So I end up, I, I just, I did a, a I did a, a turnaround, walked back in my car and got back in the car painfully and drove on until I found like a, like a pilot station or a love yeah. truck stop or whatever the hell it was. And, you know, by that time I'm in excruciating pain. I, you know, I almost need to vomit now, but, it was just, there's no way that I could do that. I, that's I would never the, be able to relax. That's kind of the difference between you and me because depending, and it, it's probably not up to me. If it's got to happen, it's got to happen because it's either going to be in my pants or in that half right. bathroom, you know? And if somebody comes in, I'll just be like, yeah, I'm pooping. What are you going to do about it? You know? <laughs> I, see, I just, yeah, I don't possess that level of, of, uh, uh, comfort, I guess, or, I, I mean, I'm not comfortable uh, about it, but what it? I'm never going to see you I, again, dude. I remember so. Uh, our friend Sal Domingo. Did you ever do his room in in Detroit? Yeah, I yeah I did it. So I uh, one year. Uh, this is maybe one of the more recent times I did it. So in the last like five years, I did this did his room, and he normally puts you in a, a pretty pretty nice hotel, right? And on that particular weekend that I worked for him, that hotel was completely booked for like a sports tournament or something. So he tells me, he goes, hey, buddy, I hate to do this, but the only other hotel that's around is across the street. There's a Motel 6. And I'm like, dude, that's fine. And I've stayed in Motel 6 before. It's not a big deal. So I show up and I get my key for the room. And first of all, this is one. It's right under a highway overpass in Detroit. So it's in a pretty <laughs> shady area. And my room is all the way around the back of the complex under the, like I parked my car under the expressway. Yeah. So it feels really remote and desolate and not very safe. So I'm already not feeling good about this. And I walk in the room and I'm on the back side of this hotel. I walk in the room and something doesn't feel right about it. I can't put my finger on it, but I'm in this room. I'm looking around. And I'm like, I don't, I, I can't, figure out what is happening here but there's something not right about this room and it took me about probably about a half an hour to be honest i lay down on the bed the bed's comfortable enough it seems to be clean it's outdated but it's clean Mm -hmm. and then it hits me i look on and i see the toilet and the shower you know the toilet and the tub and the sink they're not in a room 
There's no door. <laughs> There's no wall. It's like I'm in prison. There's just a toilet and a bathtub and a sink, like in the back, the back wall of the back of the, the hotel room. There's no divider. There's nothing. And I'm like, I'm there by myself. And I'm like, I can't, I can't stay. <laughs> I can't, I can't sleep and have no border of where I'm going to go shit. I just, that's not, I mean, I'm not doing hard time. I'm trying to tell jokes yeah. for the weekend. So I had to go to the front desk and, and I'm like, Hey, I can't, can you move me? Because, and I made up some story. I'm like, I can't, my car got broken into a few months ago. I can't be part. I'm not comfortable having my car in where I'm going to have to be part for this room. And they moved me around to a fucking renovated room. It was beautiful. Like it, it was, it was great. But Otherwise, I was going to be in the, uh, you know, the C block room. Yeah, the pr- yeah, and and you know, you don't usually carry a sharpened toothbrush. Not always. Not always. Uh, well, l- so, let's wrap I, it up on on your prison story then. Uh, all right. Uh, Matt, well, it wasn't uh, really much of a date story, but I apologize. Well, I can tell you that this, you know, it's been a while since we've been on a date like this, and I, I don't know that I'll return, Matt. To be honest with you. Well, I, I think that you'll, uh, I think a few days will give you fresh perspective, new eyes. I think you realize what a blast we actually did have. And I think you'll be, uh, I think you'll be open for new opportunities. I got to be honest. You look too much like my brother. So this is really not going to work out. <laughs> but uh, Matt Holt, thanks for being on the field trip, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I, hopefully this will, uh, this will be ranked real high with that Christmas story episode. It will. And uh, uh, I'm sure two. you've gotten a ton of emails. No, there you go. I'm sure you've gotten a number of emails. People asking when I'm going to be back and things like that. So it's good that you finally give them your fans what they're asking for. I, I told them it's coming. So, but uh, thing right. is I, I, uh, I just got mugged and uh, I got to take off. I got it. I got, I've got an emergency at work. So <laughs> I, I understand. See you, man. All right, man. Thanks, Brent. I appreciate it. Thank you. Trip.